think this is the podcast where we stop looking back at fourth place and start looking ahead to how many points we're behind the Rangers. <laughs> My name is Jarvie and I'm joined this week by Paddy, Simon, Hammy and Cameron. Together we are the Broken Hearts Club Band. Um, first of all, an apology which Hammy, uh, sorry, Paddy won't be a fan of, just for how, how shite and misinformed this podcast is. <laughs> yeah, last week, we told you and discussed how Nathaniel Atkinson was injured and back in Edinburgh from the Asian Cup, and he went on to play and start for Australia the next day. Uh, maybe, uh, who cares, eh? Exactly. Who cares? Uh, also, Scott Fraser was, turned out, not a Jimmy Dundee. <laughs> um, but to be fair, everyone was in the same boat. They thought that was happening. The Charlton managers got this sack, and now with uh, Jan Danda coming in, well, we'll we'll come on to it. Maybe we don't need them. Another two victories. It's getting fucking boring now. Another two victories in the bag since we last recorded, boys. So where's your hearts monitor at now? And what um, were you last week, if you remember? Creeping up to GP worryingly eight. <laughs> Ooh. Nice. I was an eight point five. I'm pushing a nine now. I'm oh. solid nine. I'm a very happy hearts fan. Nice. Seven. Still seven. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> what would it take? Cameron, what would be happening at Heart of Midlothian Football Club if it, if you were sitting at a ten? Give me the it would have went up to seven point five if I hadn't got hypothermia on Tuesday. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, no. Answer my question. What's happening at Heart of Midlothian Football Club if you're no getting if you're getting a ten, sorry? I have to win the league to get a ten. <laughs> what what do they have to do to get an eight? Like we've barely dropped a fucking have point. to win have to win silverware at some point within a decade period. <laughs> you're you're a miserable old bastard. <laughs> oh, is that too much to ask? <laughs> um I'm at a ten. Listen to the game on the wireless the other night. <laughs> Good. I, I dropped down to a 9.9, I think, last week. Now I'm, I'm back up to a 10. <laughs> so we're absolutely cruising it. Hey, first of all, let's get through a, a whole bunch of transfer rumours and uh, recording this on Monday evening. It's been busy as fuck the day with old uh, Joe Havage. So, Lauren Shankland is still a Hearts player, which is good news. Um, And the transfer window slams shut later this week. What, two days' time? I think it's uh, like 11 o'clock at night on Wednesday or something. Um, he, look, Stephen A. Smith had us all on sh- Strings by taking him off on the 90th minute to give Tincastle a clap, didn't he? Yeah, it felt very much like a farewell sort of sub. Like you never see him get taken off at 90 minutes. Mm-hmm. Well, I've never heard such a whispery Tincastle. <laughs> like, oh, wonder what that means. Oh, um, is he staying? Yes. 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 That Probably. Is. Cheers, <laughs> oh. <laughs> camera. Um, I surely not going anywhere now. Surely no. Just Germany. 
Yes, Jay. Nice. nice. What about Charlie Mulgrew's Blasey comments about Shankland on sports scene? What just saying, say? oh, absolutely should not be a Hearts player by Thursday. <laughs> Too is good that what he said? I honestly should have heard them. Should not, absolutely should not be at Hearts. It's way too good for them. Celtic or Rangers should go and just get them. They shouldn't be at Hearts by Thursday. Have you seen the rest of the, the that section? So he also didn't think he thought Aberdeen's goal should have stood, and <laughs> he thought it wasn't a penalty. Mm-hmm. I mean, that boy stole a living off of Dundee United for how many ever years it was. So who cares what he thinks? What is he thinking, eh? Miserable. Kind of felt like he was doing it on purpose. He was trying to get the trying to get wee viral moments. Well, we're talking about it, so it's worked. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. Move on. Aye. <laughs> Aye. If Shanklin does somehow leave in the next forty-eight hours, um, our go-to man Kevin Van Veen seems to be going back to his uh, Dutch motherland. So it's not going to be him to come in to replace Shanklin, which is a bit wee bit worrying. It's going to be uh, Joel, Joel Newbley, just to, just to wind Cameron and Paddy up. Halkett's got more goals in him. Um, <laughs> I, don't, I don't think I've had too much of a go at Newbley. It's just more Paddy. I've spent plenty of time watching long ball football in my time. I could get used to it again. <laughs> yeah. But it doesn't feel right without it, in a way. <laughs> Shanklin is staying. Alex Cochran is a wanted man. Burnley, Ipswich, and a couple others apparently been watching him. Uh, there was a figure of like £2 million being floated around in the media, which seems very low considering I, his potential, doesn't it? I was sent to Simon at the game on Saturday. I think there's an argument that he's in the market, like he's our most valuable player. He's more valuable than Shanklin, given his age, he's English. Mm. Like I think there's more value there, but you'd love to see us hold on to him you know, through this window, but I think he's a guarantee to go in the summer. Yeah. yeah. Any, any of you listen to Ewan Cameron? No. Recently, he, was, he was on a podcast. <laughs> he, was, he was doing an interview or something, and he, I, I was meant to rewatch it, but I, I hate him, so I didn't he? But he, essentially, to give you the gist of what the Cochrane thing, he's saying that he knows, he's in the know, and he was saying that it's hearts that are drumming up this interest in Cochrane because they want to sell him. All right. What do you think about that? I mean, our plan on developing players is ideally we bring in young players, we give them a chance to develop, and if it goes really well, hopefully they win something at Hearts, and then we sell them for money. That's like how Celtic work. Every team up to about Man City probably <laughs> works on that basis. Yeah, exactly. So I'm, I don't want to see him go. It is good if he goes for money. It's just the model of our club, really. The only thing I'd say about him being more valuable than Shanklin is he's a fullback, so there's lots of fullbacks. There's not many goal scoring strikers. Yeah. Mm hmm. Totally agree. Uh, we are a selling club. Even Celtic and Rangers are selling clubs. Yeah. I kind of, it would be weird for Cochrane to go this window, but I surely we have to cash in for him at some point. When I mean, you've got the likes of Lewis Nielsen, who He's absolutely flying at Partick Thistle. Like you need to be playing him at Hearts. Like he's gonna have to slot in there and take like a, a Kingsley position at the back or Cochrane goals and then you're shifting things around a bit. Because that's a player there. A very good chance Lewis Nielsen plays for Scotland one day. And you've got to get players like that. 
into a heart steam sooner rather than later. There's no rush for him. What, how old's he? 20. 20 now. Aye. He, I think he's got another couple of loan deals in him. Yeah, well, this is Hearts. He'll probably get his contract ran out. <laughs> I, think right. I, th- I think you might be right with him, Jarby. I think the plan might be to see him next season. Yeah. It's not a, not a left-back, but which is the thing with Cochrane. But, um, let's say, Kingsley can go out there and you bring in Nielsen to slot in at that left-sided centre-back, blah, blah, blah. However, another spanner in the works is that Hearts have been... Um, I don't know if we've bid or what the situation is, but we're certainly linked with James Penrice today from Livingston, who it would be a like-for-like replacement for Alex Cochran. He's a a very similar player to Cochran. He's left-footed and he's got a fantastic ball on him. Uh, he's 25, a wee bit older, but he would come in and be first-team ready. He can play in midfield as well, can't he? I was reading today. So a bit versatile. Uh, I'm sure he's played a wee, wee bit like... Uh, Andy Halliday, I actually think he's played centre centre mid a few times as well. But better. <laughs> but better than Andy Halliday. So see maybe that's lined up for if Cochrane goes in the next couple of days. If not, maybe that's something for this summer. But um he's come up, he's been coming up for a, a while. So Hearts have obviously had uh, tabs on him. You've also got to think clubs must be any of the talent that's in that squad. Uh, Levy must be getting eyed up because they're going down. Yeah. Oh, they are. Aye, he, even their manager has said they're getting relegated and it's <laughs> January. <laughs> he's a nippy wee bastard now, eh? Just moaning. <laughs> yeah. Do you see he's now not complaining about money? He's saying there's plenty of money there. Players just don't want to come play for Livingston and play on that pitch. Oh, shock. <laughs> oh, poor wee Davy. <laughs> Nice. He doesn't seem to like getting beat. That's quite a good trait in a manager, to be fair. <laughs> <laughs> I know. He's just so openly emotional, which you've got to admire. There's not many uh, managers or footballers like that. No. But hey ho. <clears throat> so, Alex Cochran, Lewis Nielsen, James Penrice, we'll see what happens with all of that in the coming days. Um. Jan Danda is a, no I'm gonna say it again. He's a Jimmy Dundee. He's a Jimmy Dundee. My my understanding, Jarvey sources are telling that the pre-contract agreement is tied up, done and dusted. However, um, Hearts are still negotiating about trying to get Jan Danda to Hearts this month with a a payment. So then the figure floated around is one hundred thousand pounds. Floated. Floated around. <laughs> Floated around. Uh, that's that's how you say it in Fife. You see. £100,000. Do you pay that now to get him in for the rest of the season? Do you think we need him? Um, no, we don't. I, not, I don't think we need him. That's my limit. I feel like that's a lot of money just to add six months onto a player like he and Danda. I, th- I like him. I think he's a he's a great player. He, he looks to be what we sort of need. But I think if it's a hundred k to get him in six months early then uh, I'm no really interested mm-hmm. Paddy you made a good point earlier the difference this could make in your opinion yeah we'll be chasing down the teddy bears if we get them in <laughs> <laughs> the difference between finishing second and third yeah. and why, why not eh? why not um, everyone 
Pierre had a good look at him when he scored a screamer free kick against Hearts the other week and played really well. He's excited to see him play for Hearts, whether that's now or next season. Uh, Aye. Feels like yeah. a natural progression, like in his sort of career. No offence to Ross County. I'll be honest, he might want to pay the hundred grand himself if he's got it just to get away from the <laughs> <laughs> Stranger things have happened in, uh, in football. You hear about that signing on bonuses, getting patched to get things done and all that. Maybe, maybe he hates the Highlands and <laughs> wants to get down to the central belt. Could be a big factor in it. They must struggle to get boys up here from England in that. Apparently, they actually pay like quite decent wages, but that's because they're having to come up and stay in the middle of fucking nowhere. Yeah, if you're from a city in England, it may be quite a culture shock. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I don't know how he ended up there anyway. He's played loads of times for Swansea. Not how he ended up at fucking Ross County. It seems bizarre. But we'll take him. Aye. Quite right. Uh, are you assuming Scott Fraser from Charlton, uh, if Jan Danda does join us in the next day or two, that deal falls through? Or do you reckon both could come in? Uh, There's space thought... for them. Mm. I, I think we... How do we feel about seeing Barry Mackay in the heart squad again? Not in terms of whether we want it, do we think it will actually happen? When's his contract up? End of next season. Maybe. Yeah, I think he'll be back. So I think there's there's an easy replacement there. And I think even with Barry Mackay coming back fit, there's space for that sort of player. I don't think we'll see everyone that's in the squad now, obviously, next season. So. Mm Well, so, something I prepared earlier, Simon. Uh, Barry Mackay, who just said the other day, is injured, but they've confirmed he will be back, apparently, at the end of February. Oh. Well, he's going to miss at least five games between now and then if he's potentially back for the Edinburgh Derby on the 29th of February. Oh, I thought it was a much more serious injury than that. I, th- I thought it was to the end of the season. That's my bad. Yeah, that's harsh saying that, though, Simon. So it is probably the end of the season. <laughs> right. Right. <laughs> Benny was dancing in the showers and ended up for 18 months. <laughs> <laughs> At least we forget. So, uh, it's, it's exciting to have wee fingers and pies here. Scott Fraser's and Danda's and Pen Rice's. Uh, it's good fun. Pen Rice Pies. Is that the name of the podcast? Potentially. <laughs> we will see. Uh, the Kenneth Akishman Vargas situation. So he's on loan at Hearts, and like what as I understand it, there's a pre-agreed fee amount option to buy in the region of like two hundred, three hundred thousand pounds. However, it's been confusing mainly through like Google Translate of Costa Rican articles plus currency exchange apps on Google, <laughs> um, because Hammy, you worked out that the fee. Hearts would have to pay is approximately three thousand pounds. However, Costa <laughs> Costa Rican media are saying it's more in the region of two million pounds. Aye, I looked up Costa Rican currency, but they were talking about dollars, so that's where the the translation went wrong. So um, Costa Rican currencies, as I found out, it's completely different from American dollars. Believe it or not, <laughs> wow, a small world, eh? Uh, they used the they used the what is it called the colons they used the colons um, no they yeah. didn't no <laughs> <laughs> no surely no well I think it's pronounced colonies but it's spelled colons <laughs> so 
Um, couple of colonies. Yeah. <laughs> couple of colonies. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, that's that's where it uh, got mixed up. So I, but I think yeah, two million dollars seems a lot more than we would be willing to spend. That is insane. He is, he's good. I like him. He's getting better. He is not worth two million dollars. No, <laughs> yeah. he was, I mean, spending that kind of money would take big cojones. <laughs> big colonies. <laughs> shout out to like um, to our man Glenn that we sit with at the football Simon, but um, he said something quite funny on Saturday about Vargas. He said, "Do you think he hits any shots on target, even in training?" <laughs> <laughs> this shooting is wild. <laughs> yes, we'll, we'll come on to one of the big worst fucking misses I've ever seen him potentially. Um, I he had scored four and four before that, so they they he does <laughs> he does actually hit the target. The so I right, what's your what what's your limit? There's no doubt some shady stuff going on dealing with some uh, South American football clubs. Let's face it. But what would your <laughs> limit be? What would your limit be on a Vargas value? Would you be breaking a Bezleja? No, no. Ah, I think what was quoted, I felt all right with like the, the two fifty to three hundred thousand, and even that, I think that's quite a high number. But that's you're obviously paying for the potential of him developing. Yeah, twenty one. He's still got uh, uh, three years in his contract as well. So yeah, I think three hundred thousand. I like. I, I mean, I remember at the time there was chat about we got him on loan. Purely for visa issues as well, because mm-hmm. it was near the end. So I do. I'd like to think that Hearts have been quite good in this and agreed a fee, so that we're not getting stung after he has a great season. But stranger things. Was it not something like six hundred thousand at the start of the season though, when we got him on loan? I hope that was in Tony's. Right? <laughs> I've not seen anything that high. No one knows. No one has a clue. <laughs> Uh, the club could come out and settle this, eh? But they? <laughs> they wouldn't even tell us who's fit, Simon. <laughs> Who knows? I'd maybe go up to half a mil for Vargas. What? If if he continues to play well, that's <laughs> the rest of the season. Steep. Mm-hmm. The football's getting expensive. That's, that's Hibs level money. <laughs> <laughs> They'd pay millions for him. No, they'd be conned out at big time by the South <laughs> Hey, I know on that, the Andanda, what a journey that was. Consider when he turned the hatch down to join Hibs there. Eh? <laughs> the Andanda. Oh, right, aye. Excellent patter online. Uh, Sam Nicholson has joined Motherwell, not Hearts. Re- okay. Really? Don't care. Connor Smith has went and joined up with his old B team coach Andy Kirk at St. Johnson and his old man Craig Levine. Um, Wish him well. He loads of ability. He's going to end up having a good uh, Scottish Prem career, isn't he? He's going to have a good couple of games against us. I can almost guarantee it. (laughs) (laughs) Absolutely. Absolutely. And no doubt. I think three times now, I think I've thought Connor Smith had left Hearts permanently. <laughs> so we'll, we'll see you back at Hearts somehow in the summer. Connor Smith. <laughs> uh, my favourite rumour of the week um, had Paddy absolutely fucking fuming 
Is it Lace Mousset? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Um, apparently, like, just the most unprofessional, horrible man in football, <laughs> if you read some of the articles. And I was trying to convince Paddy that we should, uh, we should just get him in. I mean, you'd convince yourself, so... <laughs> mm. uh, it was uh, the rumours were very quickly um, squashed by the club but uh, why not I saw some people saying that's the type of player we should be looking at like uh, if you've ever seen Last Chance you <laughs> for context this is a guy over the last six years who scored four less goals than Craig Halkett <laughs> <laughs> Uh, he's, uh, I think he missed like a clean 18 months of football like reportedly injured but just had fell out with two straight clubs he hadn't played a game he just <laughs> fell out with them went joined a new club fell out with them like days in still the same injury record as Elkett then and he still scored four more goals than him <laughs> <laughs> still seems a wee bit harsh who knows um, and do you know question, <laughs> Do you know we actually did sign a player in the last week? Hearts have signed Lennon Thompson from Vancouver Whitecaps. Uh, he's went straight into the Hearts B team. He's a, a 19-year-old defensive midfielder who, if you look him up, looks like a rugby player. He has <laughs> some some size of a boy. So um, I think that's quite a, an interesting wee business model, signing players into the B team. Feels a wee bit, a wee bit scummy, a wee bit. Old yeah. firm, but I don't mind it for ourselves. Uh, uh, I hate the old firm until we start acting like them, and then I think it's probably a good idea that we take the firm. <laughs> <laughs> no, you wonder what the fees are behind that. Obviously, we he's been monitored by clubs across. Well, some you'd assume some clubs in Europe. We've convinced them a heart's probably given them accommodation, a relocation fee. Have you just made up that he was speaking to other clubs? No, I did read that. Apparently, oh, um, there was clubs in Germany that were looking at him. Okay, third, and he, he chose um, to come to to come to Edinburgh and join Hearts. So, and it uh, might be is he Canadian? I take it, yeah. Yeah, it's probably quite a comfortable move for a young lad. He speak the same language, yeah. same sort of climate. And yeah. if you Google him, you get loads of images of Neil Lennon and Alan Thompson. <laughs> 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 Well, that's all the transfer news. Some other stuff. We've already spoken about Barry Mackay's injury. We'll see if he's back for the derby at the end of February. Probably not. Um, I had to actually look up what happened to the forgotten man, Cammy Devlin, because I, I genuinely wasn't sure myself. So as far as I could see, <clears throat> he had a, an ankle injury at the start of December, and Stephen Naismith told the media at that time, that he'd had a scan and he would be out for four weeks while he rests it. And here we are nine or so weeks later. <laughs> I, I, I do get the feeling that you're not going to see much of Cammy Devlin and he'll be away in the summer. Do you think yeah. so? It's no, such a weird one, isn't it? Because we were talking about this as well. He's still on a lot of the branding and the adverts. He's done all and, of it. Yeah, I mean, I know you're not going to change that in a season once you've taken those photos at the start of the season. Unless you come out with something new or, or you sign a new player, you're probably not going to do a lot of branding photographs, but aye, they're still continuing to use them. He was at uh, he was at the game on Saturday 
and he was hobbling, so he's still injured. Oh, so maybe it is actually just the club being shite at communicating mm-hmm. again. Um, I obviously only know this because the radio told me that he was hobbling, so... Okay. <laughs> he may have just, just been drunk, is what you're saying. <laughs> <laughs> Did the sports sound also say one of his legs is potentially now made of wood? <laughs> I just I do think Benny's are. <laughs> yeah. I think it just feels a jump for me that Devlin gets back into that starting lineup now. I don't know. He feels very, very far that, away from it. Are you, are you that impressed and convinced by Benny after having a good look at him over the last run? I thought he played well I in think, Saturday. I thought well, he played well in the second half. Aye. Aye. Same Same goes for but do you think um I know Benny Benny's a better player than Cammy Devlin, but I don't think it's a massive gap between the two of them. Uh, I think Benny has got maybe a bit of a higher ceiling and also mm-hmm. does does a bit more. Or Devlin's covers a lot more ground than Benny, but it's not that Benny doesn't. Yeah, no, I get that. Benny I can. feel like I watch when Devlin play at his peak. Yeah. The thing is with Devlin, he's a big game player. Like those European nights, even um, like last season, the qualifiers at the start of this season, the Rose- Rosenberg game. Um, like when he when he turns up, he fucking really turns up. Yeah, he's he is he is good. I like Devlin on his day, like you say, he's he's quality. But, but our weakest area was centre mid. Mm-hmm. I don't see him. It's that's more the way I was thinking of it. Is I don't see him as a guy who's kind of going to want to hang around and be a squad player, and I don't see him as a first you know starting a little player every week. Yeah, I think but, it's it's an easier position. It's a easy position to sort of upgrade. You can look at that at the heart squad, and you can see that quite clearly. We need to get better there. And I agree, mm-hmm. Cameron. I think he'll want to play football because he is on the cusp of becoming a permanent fixture for Australia. Mm-hmm. Well, thanks for that seamless link, Simon. As uh, otherwise with our Aussies, they just beat Indonesia four nil yesterday. Um, Kyros starts for them every game. Nathaniel Atkinson mainly comes off the bench. Uh, they are in the quarterfinals. They'll be playing this Friday at three thirty in the afternoon. If you're working from home, um, if they make it through to the final, that's on the tenth of February. So you're probably looking at them being back in the heart squad for when we play Motherwell on the 17th of February. Which is quite nice timing considering we've got Rangers and Hibs just after that. Is, yeah. is Atkinson been playing? Yeah, he came on there. Uh, he apparently played well. I was going to... Well, I was hoping you'd say no because what I was going to say is that'd be really rubbish to go on holiday and come back and find out you've lost your job. But... <laughs> <laughs> I think he's played, he's come off the bench every game and started one, I think. Not bad. And Kyros has started them all, but got rested for one. Or something. Yeah. Definitely tough for him when he comes back, so given what we've seen so far. Aye, well, we'll come on to see uh, everyone's new uh, new favourite, don't get attached. Still single <laughs> <laughs> uh, player. Right. Uh, the club has unfurled the flag for 150 years. It was uh, some emotional videos, and it was an emotional moment before kickoff, wasn't it, Cameron? I could see it up across the, the, across the pitch. The video was great, to be fair. Really well done. 
thought it was, nice. thought it was brilliant. The rest of it, awful, <laughs> absolutely awful. <laughs> like you've had, you've known this is coming for well, you've known this is coming for a hundred and fifty years. years. <laughs> <laughs> but you get to that point, and the flag looked a bit cheap. It was on this rickety like pole that was kind of flying around everywhere. And oh. the, flag, the flag was on the deck at one point, which I'm <laughs> fairly sure, like I'm not that close to the whole flag thing, but I'm fairly sure that scene is difficult. Yeah. <laughs> Must have been Anne Bludge's brother that built it. There was, <laughs> there was a pipe band there who didn't seem to play the pipe. There was one guy who blew in a trumpet for a second. Aye. <laughs> That's very odd. Aye. It, was it, was, awful. it was It was bad. Well, I sit inside what I want is you know when when um, the American teams like win a win a trophy and then the next season they unveil a big flag that comes in for the stand. That would be mm. much better. Uh, <laughs> I wanted an RAF flyover. Aye, and a guy parachuting <laughs> down with the flag like behind right. him. Aye. And if there's ever an opportunity to have some pyro. Oh, I, I thought that. Like fucking hell that but I think I feel like they forgot about it because that wasn't like our first game of the year. Yeah, but they they said over the tannoy that it was agreed that Hearts were founded on the first of January eighteen seventy four, and I think this is one of the like the game that they selected to be the unfurling because it's the first Saturday of the year. To be fair, we've only had the two home games, and they're probably glad they didn't pick the night of the Dundee game. <laughs> That would have been gone. That's a fair point. Um, but it was, uh, it was just rubbish. Yeah, they need to. I think Joel Savage needs to sign an events manager. <laughs> well, we've got another 150 years. So, right. <laughs> yeah, right then. <laughs> it just feels like like it wouldn't be that hard to make this like make that a decent thing and. It was just so. It felt like a, a complete afterthought. Nah, mm-hmm. all very last minute. Like fuck, we need to do this. Eh? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Aye, but other the video that does make up for it, doesn't it? Yeah, it's great. Okay. Whoever they've paid as a production company, they've done their job pretty well. Yeah, yeah. They used that um, the slow sort of a uh, heart song piano version, which they mm-hmm. used for the reveal of the. 150th anniversary top as well. Yeah, which by the way, the club shop was closed earlier, and that's because they were restocking that white kit. They've got it back. Oh, get your hands on that, listener. You probably have to queue up again. No, sell it again tomorrow, because <laughs> Joe Savage also needs to buy a shipping container so we can actually hold some stock. It's not just selling out <laughs> on everything all the time. There's also surely a business model out there where you can restock and still have the shop open. Oh, I know. I completely agree. Now, Sid, Sid clearly is a man that's never worked in a shop. <laughs> <laughs> you, if you, oh, honestly, mate, shops are difficult. You need a shop to be able to stock shelves. You, you try, you tell me in a supermarket they stock shelves while it's open. That's nonsense. <laughs> Absolute nonsense. See, when you first said there's a man who's got no experience, Paddy looked so confused. I <laughs> know. <laughs> like... oh, uh, anything to do with hearts, like logistically, like operational stuff in the background, shambles. Good luck. <laughs> um, and I, before we go on to speak about these two victories, just take a wee moment here just to genuinely say 
how I think we might split the old firm this season. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> yes. So you, yeah. you said this. You said this in the chat. And Rangers and Celtic are going to be competing. But what was it? They're winning currently winning seventy eight percent of their games, Rangers, and that would put them on course for eighty nine points. Right. Well, what's what's our <laughs> win percentage since the first of November? <laughs> That's probably about ninety percent. Exactly. So we're going to fucking catch them. Yeah, but I would imagine theirs is better since that point as well. <laughs> we we know we are top of the form table. Yeah, yeah, the last 10 games, I think, or something like that. I'm goals scored. We're barely conceding <laughs> sometimes. It's only a 13-point gap. Man, we're still playing play them twice. Yeah, what oh. was your logic to get have a game in hand, but we also but we play them twice, so we'll actually close the gap. I just feel we're the better <laughs> side. Um, I feel, I, genuinely, once the window closes, if they don't sign another striker, they are, they are just... A couple of injuries away from crisis. And we'll Do you be... remember when they played their youngsters at Tynecastle a couple of years ago and battered us like 4-0? <laughs> <laughs> that that loudy uh, guy. Wonder what happened. I'm here. Good. Um, no, I, I do. I just feel like we... Well, I really like Stephen Naismith. No, no. I believe. I'm a, I'm a bold believer. Unbelievable. <laughs> I just, I just get it. I know. He'll he even, he'll, it. You're mentally, you'll not even last till Christmas. <laughs> <laughs> then, my minds are made to be changed. Uh, Solid that, seven, just steady, mate. Yeah, I am. I am fully invested and bought into the bold project and HMS. His second place. Is in full steam. <laughs> this is it. Second place in a Scottish Cup. Would you name the main stand after Stephen Naismith? <laughs> we do need a name for it, to be fair. Aye. McRae's battalion stand, sure they are. Yeah, Valdas Stephen Naismith's got a second and a Scottish Cup, so he should be first in line. That would be too many letters on a sign. <laughs> <laughs> Imagine them. He also used to well. train at Craig Lockhart Gym all the time. I was like, why are you here? Surely Hearts have like a state-of-the-art gym you could be at. Used to see Shabal Aslo run along the canal as well. They might be proper managers back then. <laughs> they all lived in Gorgie as well. Laszlo <laughs> still not got a house here. Did he finally... Is his family still not... This is why this is why you come here. What the fuck, Shevel Aslo? <laughs> <laughs> next week. We'll, we'll dig into that one. Get on registers in Scotland. <laughs> right, that, but that's just my opinion. Sorry, you are also fucking pessimistic. No, I um, enjoy. I, it. Think... I enjoy you having that opinion. It's a good laugh. Uh, <laughs> and I, I've made a promise that I will never call for Naismith. Naismith said again. I mean, yep. he, he will get sacked. Every manager does at some point. Even Carlo Ancelotti's been sacked numerous times, but I'll be I'll be there to support him. <laughs> the I was gonna. I look forward to the Super Bowl. Like we get knocked out of Airdrie at tea time. We're sat there watching the Super Bowl, and you're going. Rah, 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 rah. <laughs> <laughs> Doesn't sound like me at all. <laughs> right. The the first of two games then we played uh, Dundee on Tuesday night in some beautiful weather conditions. Uh, somebody tell me how we lined up going into this one. 
Couldn't see. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so we lined up against Dundee back to the three five two. Very comfortable for us. Clark returned in goals. Um, after Craig Gordon started in the cup, we had Frankie Kent, Halkett, Kingsley, uh, Dexter, Limbakisa. Is that Limbuska? I just say. Yeah, Limbakisa. and Cochrane were the fullbacks. Noonhoff, Benny, and Denham, which is actually quite a nice midfield. Uh, and then Shanklin and Kenneth Kishman Vargas up front. And what was the uh, St Johnston lineup? Oh yeah. oh yeah. So for those that didn't notice at the game, when the when our lineup went up, alongside it was not the Dundee lineup, but the St Johnston lineup. Was it the Phil St Johnston players? I yeah, because someone had looked up and they were like, Stevie May is not there. <laughs> um, <laughs> and it was quite funny because the screen kept like someone had obviously panicked and the screen kept switching between just showing live bits of the game and flashing back and it was still the St Johnston lineup and then it just went off. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Paddy, you need a job, eh? Surely someone's getting fired for that. <laughs> <laughs> it was a pretty miserable first half, though. Aye, well, there's something about us playing at home in first ha- halves. Aye. It's weird. Uh, the, the, the Dundee goal, Simon, um, some, some sloppy defending. Um, the ball ended up with McGee and a bit of a no man's land between defence and midfield. It was a, a lovely finish from him, to be fair. Yeah, and just like Connor Smith, a former Hearts player who will probably come back to bite us, Jordan McGee came through Hearts and yeah, scored brilliant. Mm-hmm. It's a shocking back pass. <laughs> it's all shocking. Hmm. Who who was it with the back pass again? Uh, Dexter. Right. And it goes, it goes right to. I think basically goes through Kent's legs, and then, and then they're just through. Right, they whip it across, and then it goes out to McGee. Yeah, the Kenneth Vargas miss was a big moment to to bring it back to to events. So a one on one, and all he had to do was just knock the ball past the keeper, and he fucking drills it over there. Yeah, he's just walloping it though, doesn't he? I think the ref, I think the ref gave that free kick because he felt sorry for him because <laughs> it was given as a free kick right after. Yeah, he did. But I think a lot of people thought were saying it would have been offside anyway. But watching him back, he he wasn't offside. Um, so that one would have went to VAR, probably disallowed for a foul because everyone's fucking disallowed. But yeah, there was a howling miss, and I've never seen so many people. Standing up like with their hands on their faces at a miss like that, it was very much like when the Undertaker finally got beat at WrestleMania. <laughs> Shout out, Rossi! Shout out our, our friend, uh, old Uncle Ross. It was very. Is that, um, is that what WrestleMania is like? Because like I would, I've always thought it must be some atmosphere. Then <laughs> it was more the the shock. Thoroughly, thoroughly disappointed by what it must be like now. It was a, a stunned silence kind of moment rather than a cheery moment, if you catch my drift. Um, it was a howler, basically. Um, and then Dundee made it 2-0. More sloppy stuff at the back from Hutch. And it was Lyle Cameron, a boy that we were heavily rumoured with when he was running out of contract last season, wasn't it? It was indeed, yeah. It was indeed. He's a good player, like. Quite, yep. quite similar to Jan Danda, actually. I probably, I. Similar players. 
two nil, and you're thinking it was two nil and and going in at half time, wasn't it? Yeah, I remember now. I think so. Yeah, mm. but just like when we played um, Ross County, we were two 0 down against Ross County. It's just uh, crazy, <laughs> crazy. But you kind of knew we were going to come back into it. Oh, aye, the whole time. Oh, <laughs> 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 uh, no, I was fucking fuming. <laughs> <laughs> End of the second half, uh, Neuenhoff makes it 2-1. It was a, a lovely finish from about 25 yards out, wasn't it? Yeah, he had a couple of shots that game that weren't good enough. Um, I like him. I think sometimes he's, he gets caught out. I think that just comes with time and sort of getting more comfortable playing alongside whoever's in centre mid with him. But I, mm-hmm. I, I like him. I think he's good. He had a shocker in the first half. I would have had him up at half time, but he fully recovered. <laughs> <laughs> mm. Benny done that this week though yeah he did uh. Aye. Aye. Um, Naismith loves pulling someone at half time eh? he does most games <laughs> which I fully back and support <laughs> um, I, think, I, don't, I don't remember him doing it nah, he does a, a fair back like uh, Newton goal was an, an assist from Macaulay Tate with about his third touch of the game Macaulay, Macaulay Tate what what a fucking player, by the way, isn't it? <laughs> right, let's let's groom him and convince him that he's good. <laughs> uh, aye, I like him. He looks good. He looks confident. I think it was this week against Aberdeen. Uh, the, he wasn't like none of off the ball stuff, but he was like running into folk when they were trying to like track back and stuff. So just like wee shit house stuff. That's it's good to see. Mm-hmm. I've got a, a controversial opinion I'd like to to make. I'd, uh, you think we're going to finish it? <laughs> no, that's that's the controversial. <laughs> no, I, I think um, I feel like Macaulay Tate should be getting Aidan Denham's minutes. I think he is surpassing him. I think both of them should be minutes should be managed. There should be targets in terms of like minutes that they get, um, because it's a hard position. It's a lot of yards, mm-hmm. so. I'm in no rush to see them full time. Aye, what what what's going on with Denham? He barely lasts an hour of football. Is it reoccurring issues or? Yeah, maybe it's just management. Uh, I don't know, um, but I maybe it's just minute management for him because he is still a wee laddie. Uh, I mean, if you look back, he, he's been had to get he's been pulled at half time. When uh, he come uh, off what's... after half an hour against was it Dundee? Uh, half Aye. An hour. Aye, and he's been pulled at half time. I could think of four games, I think. So I'd rather see these guys coming on than starting. Yeah. 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 But I think current form site, we're gonna come on to our, our best elevens after we talk about these two games. Oh, fuck, I forgot. Um, I'd, I'd be if you've got Denim <laughs> and uh, what was that? Paddy's obviously not done it. <laughs> yeah, it's so complicated, Paddy. Just look at a lineup and um parts. Yep. For me, if you've got Denham and Tate on the bench and we're playing Hibs tomorrow, yeah, for me, you'd bring on Tate over Denham. What about you? Both of them. Uh, yeah, I, uh, I'm not really sure. I don't think I could differentiate a lot between them. Aidan Denham's got a wee bit more experience, so if it was a game like Hibs, you'd probably go for him. But mm. these if, young players. What if the other option was Cammy Devlin? <laughs> oh, no, no, no. So the, the, <laughs> but, but there you go, back to the point we had before. Different role, but if it was Benny, Benny Devlin, that's that different position. They're both like Tate played in the centre of the park when he came on. 
Ah, but they, they're expected to do different things in that position. <laughs> Cameron just thinks a centre midfielder should just do be able to do everything, like good old Ian Black. <laughs> but that's but that, that's what Cammy Devlin tries to do. Yeah, he's a bit shite going forward, but Cammy Devlin. That's the difference. Um, let's try and rattle through Dundee here. Uh, the Shanklin penalty was soft as shite, but we'll take it. <laughs> we missed it anyway. He's missed, missed three in a row. Yeah, um, and we'll come on to it with the Aberdeen game, but he mm-hmm. now doesn't take penalties. No. no. Uh, Dexter, Limp Biscuit, then became the best right back I, I've ever seen. <laughs> he, just, he just all of a sudden just went, like, came what and just got the ball and just skinned people he started whipping the ball in with both feet inside his feet outside his feet he just all of a sudden became the bet it was like in space jam when they get taken over and become quality (laughs) he was he was the second best player in the park it was impressive Mm -hmm. yeah he was very good right behind alan forrest yeah (laughs) well coming on to the odyssey dominated the rest of the game um, well, he almost scored an overhead free kick from a Vargas <laughs> ball into the box. That makes it sound like he took the free kick and overheaded oh, it. Oh, sorry, an overhead <laughs> kick. It's because I've put down, I've, I've put FK. Oh, almost okay. scored that FK. Fuck knows. And you'd have to ask me. Um, And then, yeah, Alan Forrest done some lovely work out wide and found Dexter at the back post to make it 2 all. Um, all the momentum was then with Hart. She just knew it was a matter of time before we were going to score again. To feel that confident now, yeah. Um, and uh, Alan Forrest with his second assist of the game with a ball into Oda's feet, a lovely turn and finish to make it three two. And who gives a fuck about the wicked deflection we've seen at lob the keeper? It was still a fantastic goal. Yeah, he deserved it as well. Yeah, he did. Right, Oda was um. Ola came on the bench and he was phenomenal when he came on, I thought. Yeah, yeah there's moments you have Ola and you think, oh, he's a good player, but then sometimes he can just disappear for games and you forget he's even playing. Right. He, he's a player that I think is better coming off the bench than starting. Difficult to find him a position in the way we play. Yeah, that is. Right, moving on to the Aberdeen game. Um, a couple of changes, Simon. It was three. So this week, once again, was Clark and goals. Uh, we'd actually changed formation into a sort of 4-2-3-1. We had uh, Dexter at right back again, Kent and Kingsley, uh, and then Cochrane at left back. When the way Hearts do the lineups on like Instagram and Twitter and all that, it just puts them in numerical order. So when I seen the lineup, I thought, oh, either Stephen Kingsley's at centre-back in a two, or Odan Forrest are at right wing back with Cochrane mm. at centre back as well so it was a bit confusing and I was a wee bit worried about that and I do think we started the game a bit slow but they seemed to sort of come into it, midfield was Neuenhoff again who seems to be just playing every game, Benny uh, in behind Shanklin is George Grant Forrest and Oda again who was really good to have me George Grant <laughs> you're, you're mad Hammy. But I like the Dundee game. We started absolutely terribly, and Aberdeen's goal was ruled out, rightly so. But they probably deserved to take the lead at that moment. Aye, shite in the first half again. Yeah. 
what what do you what do you make of Miofsky's disallowed goal? He has tripped up Benny, and maybe yeah. we just say it doesn't matter that he never even realised Benny was there and wasn't even looking in his direction. It might be an accident, but it's still a foul. Yeah, exactly. We'll take it anyway. Yeah, we will take it. Uh, Stephen Kingsley went close with a free kick, and so did Aberdeen a wee while later from even further out. Yeah. Um, the first half in a nutshell was an absolute shambles, but you come to expect it. But I fully expected, considering we'd managed to hold a team to 0-0 at half time, that we would just absolutely annihilate Aberdeen in the second half. They um, looked so tired coming out for the second half, the sort of first 10 minutes. They just looked miles off it. Mm. No, you wonder, I'd love to be a fly on a wall for Stephen A. Smith's half-time team talks because he is firing these guys up. I don't know what he's threatening them with. <laughs> Maybe he should do that before the game. <laughs> yeah. Aye. Well, he's he's not even a qualified manager, so one, well, he's, one... not, he's only allowed to give one of the team talks. <laughs> well, we're gonna say instead of one thing at a time, one half at a time for Stephen Naismith. Um, but once we uh, once we start playing well in the first half, we're gonna be absolutely cooking. This if we can, if we can even nail down like a good seventy-five minutes, I think you might be right about that second place. This is it. Here we go, here we go. Um, second half as well, for the first time, I looked at our squad and the players we had on the bench and felt for the first time, probably since the Vladimir Romanov years, that we actually have really good, if not great, depth. And you've got the likes of Vargas or Oda coming off the bench, <clears throat> both who seem to be brilliant coming off the bench, Macaulay Tate making an impact, and other such players. Um, it's good, eh? I mean, you say that, but then if you remove Vargas, Tate, how who came on, your options are Tagawa, James Wilson, Finlay Pollock, Toby Sibic. <laughs> we got Pollock, say... we got a Pollock bit. <laughs> I I'm not sure. I'd need to go back and check records. I think we do. <laughs> I don't think we. I think I proposed one. But I don't think you accepted it. I'm sure I wanted one minute for twenty pence. I think we do. We'll find it. Do you think? Do you think Finley Pollock will play one minute of football between now and the end of the season? I've already got a bit. I just need to find it. Mm. <laughs> I'm going to note this for next week's podcast. Wagers. It's never too late in the season for a wager. Um, the penalty. It was an obvious handball. Everyone in the stadium knew it was going to be a penalty. Um, how it, it took a good five minutes. For it to be deemed a penalty, it's outrageous, isn't it? What are they looking at? Like, what are they worried about? Surely the VAR referee can just say in his ear, that's a handball, it's a penalty. He doesn't need to check anything, there should be no delay. I yeah. don't get it. Like, it's fucking rubbish. Uh, and George Grant took it, Simon. Yeah. Well, another shout out for Glenn. He was saying that, and I, I do agree that I think you should just give Shanklin the penalties until he gets the sort of confidence back, but. Clearly, Shanklin didn't agree because I'm guessing it was his choice to let George Grant take it. I can't imagine that was agreed beforehand. I think, to... I think they decided before the game because it looked like Grant just picked the ball up. Yeah. <laughs> the did, same uh, thing, yeah. Um, there was an interview with Stephen Naismith on the Heart Standard and he says it was um, it was Shank's decision. Um, he says mm. it was a pressure penalty and Shank's decided um, when it was awarded. 
There you go. I was right. <laughs> cool. cool. Fair play, Simon. Listen to Cameron, no saying a word. <laughs> I don't believe that, don't believe anything they say. <laughs> what harsh. Yep. Bitter in defeat. Um Boo. J- I almost say James Forrest, Alan Forrest <clears throat> almost scored a, an absolute raker from the edge of the box. And uh, Shanklin almost scored a screamer from outside the box after a lovely bit of build-up play um, as well. Um, George Grant had his penalty goal and then got an assist when he laid one off for Shanklin to score just yet another absolute worldie. Off That's got to be the easiest assist he'll ever get. Shanklin pretty much pushed him at the weight and took the ball off him. To <laughs> no, <laughs> Still get his assist bonus for that. But... Uh... What a finish. Underrated, but just outside of the boot, not a lot of power, but the placement's just so good that the keeper kind of get there. And the, their keeper was all right. Yeah. All right, that was it. It's just another fucking cruising it. Absolutely pissing the league at the moment. <laughs> um. So based on those two games, then what your Simon will you you tell us then your your strongest? Yeah. So. I'm currently working on a new game, so everyone just settle down. We will we'll have something. But when I seen us line up differently, um, I thought, I wonder what is our full-strength team? Would everyone fit? And what formation would we would we go with? Because not that we've used the four at the back very often, but I just maybe thought, was that what we're going to be doing moving forward? So I ask you all to send me what you think is your best hearts are living, everyone fit and what formation we should go with. So we can kind of do it as a consensus. We'll start, obviously, I'm guessing we're all choosing to play one goalkeeper. Yeah. <laughs> right, cool. So, has anyone got Craig Gordon? No. No? I yeah, I also put I also put Clark as the number one. Should we maybe wait for Jarvie to be here? Ah, just go for it. Okay. <laughs> Harry Stone. I picked Gordon. Did you pick Gordon? I picked Gordon. Do you think it him at his peak right now is better than Clark? Yeah. I don't think there's much in it though. But I think uh, I think I think if if Gordon is fit and I, I would have him in the team now. So uh, just in real world, Hammy, you'd drop Clark right now if Gordon's fit. Yeah. Wow. I don't yeah. think you can drop him. No, me neither. He's got the. Has he got the most clean sheets in the league? Second most. Second most. Cash, but. Okay. Is anyone playing a formation that is not three five two? Uh yeah. Okay. I'm just being awkward. What, I'm playing but... a four two three one. Right. Okay. So who's your right back, Cammy? Dexter. Cameron. Agreed. Padraig. Definitely not Atkinson. <laughs> so I put Dexter as well so currently we've got Clark and Dexter who were your two centre backs Hammy well I think I know who they are um, this might be a bit different as well but I, on current form I would I would have uh, Rose and Kent yeah I'd agree with that okay Cameron did you have a four at the back as well aye uh, sure I can have a four at the back um, <laughs> I, was, I wasn't intended to be here so <laughs> <laughs> Um, I would, I think, no, I, I still 
I know it was. I know he had a, a couple of slips, but for me, it's still Halkett and Kent. Yeah, so I, I went for a three just because I think it would be unfair. I, I thought Kent Halkett rolls is that that's just the best we get. I think that is our strongest defenders all playing in a comfortable position for them. I don't really trust. I'm yet to sort of see Kent alongside Halkett in a two, but I don't really trust any two of them in a two. Really, <laughs> <laughs> Jarvie. I think a lot of them were signed as for being in a three as well. So yeah, you can, you can understand that. Jarvie, so far we've got Clark and goals. Hammy, the only one going for Gordon. No, I'd, I'd be a three at the back. And I'd yeah. be, I think it picks it, sell the defence. You'd have Cox in. You'd have um, Uang. I wouldn't play Halk. I'd be Kingsley. Kingsley, Kent and Rose. And Fair. if it was a cup final tomorrow, I'd be playing Atkinson over Dexter. Fair enough. I, obviously, no one's not picking Cochrane, surely. Well, no. <laughs> <laughs> Again, so, I was going on current form. Right. Um, and I think Cochrane's not been at his best the last few games, so I've put Kingsley. Oh. Kingsley feels okay. like the odd man out to me. Yeah, me as well. I think yeah, I think he's great. I think he's been great. Playing in a two at the weekend, I thought he was good. Oh, he's great. Playing I thought in he was man lesson. of the match against Aberdeen. Yeah, I thought he was great, but I, I do agree. I think he misses out. I think for me, it's a back sort of three stroke five of Dexter, Kent, Halkett, Rolls, and Cochrane. That's but Hammy, aye. If, I'm, aye, I'm I went here for Halkett. So, yeah. Okay, now moving to a midfield, Hammy, you've got a sort of three. I've also got a three, but you, one of yours has obviously pushed a bit further forward. Yeah. Everyone got Benny? Yeah. Aye. aye. Anyone <laughs> got Hoff? I went with Hoff. I think Hoff's current form. I have Hoff as well. Yeah. And this is the big one, the big third yeah, one. I think. <laughs> yeah. Has <laughs> everyone else got Gorgie Grant? I want George Grant in the team. Yeah. yeah. I think he's I think he's therefore at least our third best centre mid. Uh you'd have to chuck him in. After that performance at the weekend, you'd have to be playing yeah. him. And so this is where there's a sort of a big big crossover because I've just played two up front essentially with a, a deep and Hammy, I'm guessing you've gone a front three with two wingers? Uh, aye, yeah. So who have you got as your front three? Shankland? Shankland, Vargas and Forrest. Yes. Yeah. So I, I went with, if everyone's fit, I went with Boyce and Shankland. Hmm. But I'd happily be convinced to put Forrest in over Boyce. I think that Forrest absolutely deserves to be in, but part of me thinks he's better as an impact player. I I also don't think that... Like, he's in the form of his life right now and he absolutely deserves all the praise he's getting. I don't think he'll... This is who he is for hearts now. And I don't want to wish it away, but I'd, I'd be surprised if he just then now becomes... Because if he keeps up this form and this, like, level of impact, he's going to become one of our better players. Mm-hmm. And I don't know... Yeah. But you can see it's obviously quite difficult to pick a team and we do have a few options, but I was just interested to see where everyone was at in terms of what our best 11 is. I think from, from Forrest, Vargas and Oda, I think you start Forrest. Yeah, if it's one of those three, I think Forrest deserves it. Or, yeah, probably. I think Forrest is my Mackinac now. <laughs> <laughs> your flame, your muse. <laughs> he his wee heart out, eh? I think Hearts fans are really starting to take talent for it. 
He also looks hungover constantly. <laughs> <laughs> he looks very tired, very tired, man. Mm -hmm. Thank you very much. Good stuff. Well, thank you, Simon. Listen, there's far too much positivity and good vibes on this podcast right now. So, Hammy, take it away with Jambo's kickback. Talk away and don't talk a lot of shame. We're going to look at one player, one player in particular that we mentioned a couple of times there. Um, Mr. Craig Halkett. First one says, should never have walked right back into the team. We were much more settled with Kent in the centre. He still doesn't look anywhere near fit. What has he been up to? And says he got away with murder. He was very, very lucky. He looks out of shape and slow, but very committed nonetheless. He'll know more than anyone he wasn't at the races today. Still backing him to come good again, though. It was a long layoff he had. Um, someone else says there's two Halkets, the colossal, fully fit one and the bomb scare, half fit one we've seen tonight. Unfortunately, it takes games to get match fit. Halkett will come good again, but we can't afford to have these bomb scare moments while waiting for him to get fully fit again. Wait, 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 wait. Wait, so he has to get minutes to get fit, but we can't afford to give him minutes to get fit. Exactly. Right. Yeah, what do you so, not get? Sorry, got it. <laughs> it's, also, it's also what has he been up to? Injured for the last year is what he's been up to. <laughs> um, uh, someone says two things. A, the only way he is going to get back up to speed is to, to play. And B, he had a nightmare five minutes, but really did okay from that. Let's not get overboard with the criticism. P.S. That crunching 50-50 tackle one was a peach. It, it was, to be fair. It was a good one. I can't mm. the other boy at the early as well. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, Soft. Game's Someone gone says, soft. Um, <laughs> the game has gone soft. Someone says, positive Halkett had money on Dundee tonight. Absolute shocking performance. Needs to lose at least a stone as well. Um, People always say that. You see him with shirt off and he's got <laughs> Oh, I bet he's absolutely ripped. He's just got a booty. <laughs> Big um, bone. For all Civic is a bomb scare, that was one of the worst defensive performances I've seen anyone have in a heart strip tonight from Halkett. He really needs to shed a couple stone It's going up as he's looking very immobilised. He looked so knackered he couldn't even pass the ball correctly. Um, immobilised? <laughs> Do you not play for... Is he not playing in Turkey? <laughs> could be a transfer, remember? Um Someone says he might not have had his best game tonight, but he had a better game than Kent, who was our worst tonight, I felt. And he's getting in oh. on it as well. Um, Halkett was horrendous tonight. No point in glossing over it. He's overweight. No point in glossing over that either. Caused panic at the back and has done every game he's been back. He's a cracking player, in my opinion, when on his game. Currently, he's a mile off the standards he set himself. But we won, so I went over it. Um, another one says, without looking at stats, I would bet my mortgage on it that our goals conceded per minute since he's returned has increased massively. I don't think it has. Um, he can certainly be a player for us, but so far, in my opinion, he's been poor and disrupted the entire team since um, returning. And lastly, he needs games, clearly a bit of rust to shake off, but he'll get there. At his best, he's one of our best defenders. Nevertheless, though, Rules walks back into that defence when he gets back. Yeah, he absolutely does. 
So, I mean, other than all of the obvious fat shaming, what are your thoughts on 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 Halke? Is he was he as bad as that? He was. He was. I thought he had a few shaky moments. But I think I think it was a bad couple of minutes, and yeah, it just it. it looked really bad. But other than that, no, I'm not so convinced. This fan base is psychotic. How <laughs> do them? Do you know what? Do you know what? You saying that totally? I totally forgot about when we were talking about the odd man out. Toby Sabat. Like mm, yeah. there was, there was when I watched the penalty back on sports team for the weekend. So Grant scores and it cuts to the bench, and in the background you can see like it's Tate and he's like up and like celebrating. Right next to him is Toby Sabat, completely kind of ashen face, nothing going on, just like yeah. I think his time might be up. Yeah. Same with that. We wouldn't have a squad of players with the amount of people Cameron thinks time is up at heart. <laughs> hey, youngsters, we've got plenty of them. I, I think I'm sure Ness was said on the radio that there was a few fringe players that might leave if because he doesn't want to stop them getting first team football. And I think Civic falls into that. You know, you're like your Halvies and stuff. Civic, Civic would be that player. And that's fine. Like Civic came up. He, it probably doesn't work for him now. He had some amazing moments. Those goals against Hibs were class, but yeah, yeah, it, it, we are moving beyond Civic, I think, in, mm-hmm. in terms of ability, and, and that's fine. That's fine. Right. Well, just a year ago, he was on a maze from his own half and scored against Hibs. <laughs> I don't know. Football moves fast, doesn't it? <laughs> it does that. Remember last January, Blackpool were trying to sign him. Aye. Should have sold them then. Well, what are they up to? <laughs> <laughs> Ping them a wee email. Still interested. Um, the, apparently, I was reading earlier, the, the Hearts Standard was saying, someone had asked them directly if they reckon Haring or a Civic could be going out. And uh, Joel Sked said, it's uh, highly unlikely. Stephen A. Smith's quite happy with his, his squad. But I'm sure after I read that, we were then fucking linked with Penrice, and then Yan Dan all of a suddenly. See, yeah, Haring wasn't on the bench against Aberdeen, was he? No, he, he was dressed in civvy clothing. <laughs> hmm. There's a good chance he was fucking injured again. So. so random, so random that he started against Livingston after Christmas. Yeah. Aye, it was after a, a thick run of games. Yeah, strange. Uh, good. Well, thank you, Hammy. Craig Halkett. The new. Uh, this is what happens when things are going well for the manager. Eh? Who who's next? Who <laughs> <laughs> can um, be chuck out of hearts? Looking ahead to Dundee, not going there again. Oh, but it's Dundee away. The famous game that me and Cameron went to earlier in the season, and it was the worst game we've we've ever seen Hearts play in the flesh. So will we will we take revenge, Cameron, by ourselves? Well, we'll get to that. Let's round up what was a very high scoring week in by sell with the predictions. So we looked at the Aberdeen game, and when I set it. I was kind of just having a bit of laugh as to will he still be here, will he not? And it was Shankland to start, and of course everybody bought it. And I guess if you were doing this on socials, it was probably fairly easy if you answered it kind of just before. But um, 
So Shanklin started, he started. Hearts to score first. That nearly didn't happen, but thank you, VR. Um, Hearts to score exactly two goals, because that's what we do. Um, and Hearts over 4.5 yellow cards, the only one that didn't come in, because we only had the one booking in the game. So where that left us is everybody got three, apart from Twitter and Instagram, who both got four. Oh, so there you go. There I'm you go. They're, they're sort of cheating, though. Eh? <laughs> they don't have to answer them on a Monday night. Aye. Yeah, <laughs> full week of information. Oh, yeah. Yeah, social media, man. Hey, still ain't still ain't winning here. But anyway, um, Paddy and thirty-two at the bottom. <laughs> Up to Instagram on thirty three, Simon on thirty four, Hammy on thirty five, me on thirty six, and Twitter do pull level at the top with Jarvie on thirty seven. Oh no! But everybody over fifty percent, Paddy at the lowest is fifty three percent on the season. Hmm. That's an improvement. No, here we go, Dundee. Now we've already spoke about kind of rubbish and the. Rubbish. We were rubbish in the first half and, and uh, good in the second half on Tuesday and we were terrible in both halves when we played them away early in the season. So, <laughs> but an improvement's what you're saying. With that in mind, this one's actually on Dundee rather than us. And it is Dundee to be good in the first half but rubbish in the second half. <laughs> By that I mean that they win the first half but lose the game. Sell. 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 Ah. We're a machine away from home. It's only at home we're an issue. <laughs> oh, can you know what? For the last, I'll buy it. <laughs> um, let's continue with the with the, the goal scoring. And um, does Grant score another penalty? Sell, sell, sell. Oh, you're miserable. Bye. <laughs> that buy, Hammy. Oh, Hammy, how have you let him hook you into that? <laughs> and I am. Absolutely going to sell it. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I have bought the first one, so I've got to balance this out. Um, so the game during the week had five total goals. Um, this one, I've got more. So just over 2.5 total goals in the game. Bye. Bye. Did you see us when we were there early in the season? Sell. <laughs> I did. Um... Also going to sell. I'm also going to sell. So Hammy is buying it as a 1-0 win with a grant penalty. <laughs> <laughs> um, and then the final one. A red card awarded by VAR. <laughs> I got bored. I wanted to do something different. Sell. Definitely sell. Oh. Uh, fuck it, bye. Yes, I'm gonna buy it as well. Mm-hmm. Crazy, crazy shite game. So this is Ham- Hammy's game is they get a man sent off, giving away a penalty, but it's looked at by <laughs> VAR, and then it works. And then they win. We win one nil. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, find out how that game went next week. Aye. Thank you very much, Cameron. And uh, sorry, boys, eating into your, your night here, a bit of a longer podcast. You can tell it's the, the business end of the the January transfer window eight. Um, but I play along with buy or sell on X and Instagram at hearts underscore podcast if you're not already. And uh, join us next time as we look back at Dundee 
and ahead to St Johnston away and Airdrie away in the cup. Yeah, busy week. Got to be just winning every one of these games now, eh? without a doubt. So, I until next time, Moon e Hearts. See you again soon. <laughs>